Hi, travelers. We've finally made it to the end of season three, and we are so excited to bring you this final episode. We'll also be recording a season three Q&A in a couple of weeks, which Patreon supporters will be able to watch live. We will be putting up a poll this coming weekend so that patrons can vote on the day and time. And if you are a patron, make sure to come prepared with questions. If you're a patron who can't attend, the video will be made available on Patreon, and for everyone else, the audio will be released onto the podcast feed. And all of the earned rewards for our Patreon bonus spectacular are coming soon, so make sure to stay updated by going to patreon.com slash thepenumbrapodcast. We also have new merch available, including posters and postcards of the episode art for season three, and we still have limited stock left of our old merchandise designs, which you should grab because once it's gone, it's gone for good. We'll miss you over the break, travelers, but don't worry, we've got more surprises in store for you soon. Enjoy the episode! Ah, good evening, traveler, and welcome to the Penumbra. Tonight's tale is... Juno Steel and What Lies Beyond. We gotta get out of here. I've already picked the director up, as Buddy requested. This is likely why I am slower than you. Supercop's tied in a knot. She's still slowing us down. Great. So sorry to inconvenience you. A few seconds won't make a difference anyway. I'm thinking we're gonna be stuck in the car blanche for a little while longer. I don't think we have that kind of time, Juno. Why shouldn't we get into the Ruby 7 and leave? Don't know yet. Big guy? Juno is correct. We will not be taking the Ruby 7. What? What? You mean we gotta run the whole way? The garage is right there, so why the hell wouldn't we take the car? Because the Ruby 7 is not in the garage, nor is it anywhere aboard the carte blanche, I believe. Then where is it? That I do not know. So, maybe you're like I was about an hour ago, and you're thinking that the escape plan I cooked up to get away from Dark Matters was pretty slick. And hey, thanks. But like Buddy said almost a year ago now, the value of a plan isn't measured by its style, or even by how much Sasha Wire deserved it. It's measured by its ending. And no matter how smart you were when you made it, a getaway is not worth a thing if you don't... You know, get away. I thought I had ours all worked out. Hop in the Ruby 7 and drive off into whichever sunset's closest, hopefully find Nereev folded up and taking a nap in the glove compartment or something until I had my talk with Chad. I knew that the Ruby 7 would not be here because the agents were still looking for it. It is the only object on this vessel that could be the other classics radical. I have been wondering about its true nature myself for some time. Aw, Mr. Chad, it couldn't be the Ruby. It's so cute. The first place Dark Matters would look for a car is the garage. They did not find it there. It must have left. Then where the hell did it go? I do not know. And I fear that if I attempt to contact it, we may lead Dark Matters directly to its location. It is possible that it left on its own, I suppose. Or... Ransom... What? Two of us went missing at the same time. Ransom and 
the Ruby Seven. So what if he stole it? Then I'd wring him by his pencil neck. The two. The hell happened? A ransom wouldn't sell us out. Sell us to Dark Matters? No. But steal our only ride and leave in a puff of plasma before Dark Matters could nab him? Yeah, Steel. Yeah, I think he would do that. Oh, so we're back to this again. Mr. Steel. And where the hell is he, Steel? Stop this. We managed to make it through Dark Matters' best attempt to pull us apart. It would be a terrible shame to do it to ourselves now. <sighs> and though I grant the Ruby Seven is not here, Jet, I do not think we can be certain it is the second Class X Radical just yet. Whatever the agents were looking for was small enough to fit in a desk drawer. Maybe they were... trying to trick us? They would have no reason to. They were certain they had already won. I've had it! Vespa, what are you doing? Vespa! Big Shot with the shades over here knows the answers to every question we're fighting over. You don't know that. Oh, stop being a baby. I'm not gonna kill her. Just take a finger or two. My rookies might have talked, but the director won't respond to torture, Ilkay. You might as well kill me now. See, she wants it. Vespa, stop. She's telling the truth. If I wasn't here, maybe. But to spite me, you could peel her like an orange and she wouldn't say a thing. (laughs) Don't threaten me with a good time, Steel. We don't have time for torture, Vespa. And we certainly don't have the time for the false confessions torture typically brings. Within the time frame we have, the director is useless to us in every way. Then why the hell haven't we killed her yet? I get that she's Steel's pal, but this is kind of a big deal. We just aren't, all right? Wasn't long ago that I had a good reason to kill you, Vespa. It would have been one of the biggest mistakes I ever made if I did, so I'm asking you, please, I just can't. They're all looking at me like I've lost it. Maybe I have. In the last seven hours, I've been captured by my oldest friend. I've organized a prison break from the galaxy's best and brightest. I've learned the cure for all disease really exists, and it looks like a slug in a hot tub. And now Nureyev is... You know, again. <sighs> My name is Juno Steele, and I'm. I'm having kind of an intense day, alright? We are likely to need the director if we hope to escape dark matters. Ha! Huh. But if Juno's assessment is correct, I think we should avoid giving her any more control over the situation than she already has. Control? You tied her to a chair. Sukuliak is correct. Whether you kill me or keep me alive, the five of you aren't leaving here. Listen, Sasha, this really isn't helping. And nothing will anymore. I tried to help you, Juno. I did. But your ship is surrounded, your transportation missing, and now you've taken one of the highest profile hostages in the galaxy. This is already over, and you ended it. I hope you can live with that. For however long you have left. I... but... This is what Sekuliak means, Steel. She's got the rope on her, sure, but the rope's the only goddamn card we had to play, and now we played it. If you're not gonna let me do my job on her, we've got no leverage, so we might as well wrap that rope around ourselves and wait for the agents to show up. Mr. Steel, I don't want to hurt nobody either, but what are we gonna do? Take her with us? I... I don't... The Cure Mother Prime. Where do you think you're going if that thing's steel? Put that gun down, you moron! Juno? I know what I'm doing. This is our leverage, alright? The Cure Mother Prime. It's the one thing we know she wants. That and the other Class X Radical, whatever it is. And I don't think I need to tell you that I really will shoot this thing, liar. You will not. The guilt would kill you. You're not the only one who can solve those greater good equations, alright? 
I'd rather nobody have it than dark matters. The last thing anyone needs is a bunch of agents that never get sick, never get tired, and read your mind, whatever the hell else this thing's got in it. None of my agents will be using that Xeno specimen. You really want to bluff with me right now? I'll do it. Go right ahead. Uh, uh, Mr. Steele, the Prime's really starting to freak out, so I don't think you should- Watch me. <laughs> Damn it, Steele! <laughs> What do you think you're doing? You almost splattered the prime all over the floor! I... I don't know. I just felt... I suddenly felt like... Give him space, please. It's been a long day for all of us. And intentional or no, Juno's gambit paid off. It seems our ice-cold Sasha's felt the heat from that little episode. My mind is still smashed like the prime nearly was, in glittering pieces across the floor. But through it, I managed to take a look at Sasha, and I see that Buddy was right. She's hiding it now, but her cheeks are pink and a bead of sweat's working its way down her temple. I got her. The Prime's all the leverage we need. Hard to get excited about, though, after a feeling like that. It felt like a sound, like a scream, but nobody else even twitched. It felt like, well, I felt like... I was about to die, right there on the floor. I take a breath, try to shake it off. Just a few more hours, Steel. Almost there. We are not doomed just because the Ruby Seven has gone. There are other vessels we can use to escape close by. The trouble will be in commandeering one of those vessels before Dark Matters questions why their director hasn't checked in. You're suggesting we rob Dark Matters? We have robbed many people before. Well, when you put it that way. <laughs> Delicious, isn't it? I wish my father could see this. It would kill him all over again. Okay, so stealing a super cop super car sounds super fun and everything, but um, how are we going to do it, Captain? Oh, I haven't the first idea. If I had a few weeks and the right books, I could get our friend Sasha herself to hand us the keys. But in this case, well, I should think we're finished. Unless someone else has already begun to think this through. You are looking at me right now. Oh, am I? Is there a question you would like me to answer? That seems up to you to decide, darling. Just tell us the goddamn plan, big guy, or she's never gonna let up. Oh, a plan. Yes, I have a plan to escape, but first we must prepare. Well then, if we're going to do this, I think we ought to do it right, don't you? Gather around, everyone. It's time for Mr. Sakuliak to walk us through our final family meeting. When I said we would need the director, I did not mean that we should rely on her help. We will, however, need the other agents to believe they are following her orders. So what, we whip up a message on our fancy comms and wait to see if our secret admirer is right back? This is ridiculous. You're plotting a child's prank against dark matters. You'll be caught within half an hour, at most. What was that? There is nothing we can do to convince you to help us? Of course not. And you will not request a private dark matters transport be sent to the carte blanche for your use? We entered your vessel through teleportation tech. I don't need a transport, private or otherwise. Therefore, you will not request a transport as soon as possible. Uh, big guy, you need to clean out those ears or something? I have no reason to request a transport. Have you hit your head? That was very helpful. Thank you. Rita? Got it all, Mr. Jet. Now let me just put him in order. And... I have reason to request a transport within half an hour. At most. That sounds great, Rita. Now, when we actually call them... Shush, Mr. Steele! Director Wyatt's on the comms! Oh, Director. I can teleport you back to mobile base in just a moment. This is ridiculous. I need a private transport. 
But, Director, your own policy states... Have you hit your head? Uh, uh, of course, Director. Do you have any other commands? <laughs> hit your head? What? Have you hit your head? Uh, no, I... <laughs> hit your head? Uh, 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 yes, Director. Ow! <laughs> That's so goddamn funny. Because the hacker jumped the gun, we've only got 30 minutes. That should be plenty. Dearest Sasha's Dark Matters hasn't proven nearly as formidable a sparring partner as I'd expected. And they are 30 minutes of complete invisibility. An agent has received a direct order from their director. They won't risk calling again. And in the meantime, we prepare to leave the carte blanche. This isn't going to work. You can still surrender. It will save you all a lot of pain. Listen to you, shaking in your big girl boots. Nobody's buying it, Director. She doesn't look scared to me. Well, she should be! So, what? Now we just... pack? Not too much, darling. And not all at once. There are still the agents out looking for ransom, and if one of them happens to pop in and the place has been ransacked, the jig is jugged. No, we'll need to rob the carte blanche and vanish, all without a trace. Jet, do you mind? Not at all. We'll have to take the stealing in two shifts, I think. Although I'm sorry to say, my dear wife, that I'll need you to take both. <laughs> wife. And come to think of it, Jet, you should take neither. I think you have the best chance of keeping the director put, should she get out of hand. Keeping her put? What the hell does that mean? Thank you for demonstrating why you aren't on guard duty, Juno. You, Rita, and Vespa will go out first and take the essentials from our quarters. When you and Rita return in 15 minutes' time, I will go pack my office, and Vespa will take the med bay. And half an hour from now, we'll be cruising into the distance. Now, if there are no questions, I hey, think wait, we should... Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, Mr. Steele is right! If we're gonna just take our stuff and leave, what's gonna happen to the carte blanche? We... We've been living here for over a year, you know? It's it's just... The carte blanche is our home. <sighs> yes. The ship has become a very special place, hasn't it? Well, we'll find our ways to mourn it when we have the time. Now, if that's everything... Of course that isn't everything, damn it. What about Ransom? What, that's it? He could be trapped somewhere on this ship, in the vents or the walls or wherever the hell he goes, and you were just going to leave him? Think, Juno. And big guy, what about the Ruby Seven? Mm. This is about what Vespa said earlier, isn't it? What, do you all think he sold us out now? It isn't about Ransom. Oh, like hell it isn't. Mr. Steele, it ain't. Then what the hell is it? This is the getaway, Juno. And all of us, Pete included, came to an agreement on that. He did. And maybe it's the day I've had, or maybe it's because it's him again, gone, again. I didn't think of it, but we did, one year ago. They're shooting at us! Only champagne, love. Though if they want to shoot us, I can't blame them. With the map in our claws and the key on the way, I think it's safe to say that our crime family's reign has begun. <laughs> Juno, Ransom. You've done very well on your first job together. Yeah, well, we've got some experience there, don't we, Ransom? And here's to many, many more experiences ahead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, barf. Gentlemen, if you don't mind, we've already delayed the festivities once for your private celebration. Perhaps you could save the encore for another time. <laughs> what the hell is that supposed to... None, none of your goddamn... Besides, I'm afraid I have a reason of my own to delay the metaphorical balloons and streamers. It will only take a moment, but if you could all have a seat, please. 
Coming, Juno? Uh, what's with you all of a sudden? Yeah. Everyone got so sad. This is a conversation that every group of pirates must have eventually. Waste of time. We all already know. Two of us here are new to interplanetary crime, darling. The sensibilities of a pirate must be learned. Again and again, in my experience. Would you just get to the goddamn point already? Ransom, you don't see... Piracy is a very different game from the crime you two have typically gone after. The end of a big job is often less distinct than in smaller criminal endeavors. That is what happens when you need to hold out for a safe harbor as opposed to a safe house. Harbor which may be many months away. And that, my darlings, is the subject of our conversation today. The getaway. Loyalty is the key difference between a collection of criminals and an effective crime family. The trouble is that loyalty isn't a terribly precise word. For one thing, it needs a subject. Other bosses you've met may have insisted that they are the subject of loyalty, that their followers must protect them at all costs. But not here. In this family, you are not loyal to me. You are loyal to us. This collection of six individuals, plus the aim we all share. The cure Mother Prime, you mean? That, and whatever else we decide will protect the group as a whole, which comes with some uncomfortable implications. We gonna get to the point anytime soon? We're there, Juno. Our loyalties must be to all of us in the long term. And that means that in the short term, well, you may need to make a difficult decision on the spur of the moment. Now we will make that decision together, as a group, so that if the situation ever arises, you will not hesitate. All of us must agree to this. When the time comes for us to escape, you will abandon whoever it takes to ensure your own safety. Are we in agreement? What? Yeah, yeah. I agree. Mr. Chet, really? Of course, Captain. Ransom, what? Please, Juno. Take a moment to think. So, so what? All that stuff we talked about, one big criminal family and whatever else, those are just pretty words? At the end of the day, we're still just a bunch of backstabbing thieves? Juno. Don't touch me! I'd hoped that discussing this with victory in our veins would make it easier. I often find that it is when one feels highest that one can see furthest, but... This is just very sudden, Captain. I'm certain I can help him understand. Juno, my... If we were all truly in this for ourselves... Do you think we could have plucked the map from Zolotovna the way we did? What do I know? This could just be some long con, and you're just trying Then think back further. What purpose could I possibly have had when I returned to free you from Miasma's cell? I'd already escaped. The growth on your eye was all she wanted. I could have been off Mars in three hours. Then why did I stay, Juno? Why? I don't know. You do, I think. What was the only thing I stood to gain by coming back? Just... Me, I guess. Only you. And I could not have returned had I not left to begin with. Oh, that's nice. Thank you, Pete. This is not an easy choice. It's one I hope is never necessary. But it's better that we choose now, together, than let our guilt plague us in the moment we must act. And so I would like us all to agree to the following. During our getaway you will prioritize your own escape over everyone else's. Should you need to make this choice, you will feel cruel. You will feel cowardly. And when you do, you must remember this conversation and the five who stand around you now who agreed of their own accord that this is what must be done. For if all six of us are caught, none of us has a chance at freedom. If even one escapes, 
Hope still lives for all. Juno, Rita, I will not force either of you. If you'd like to consider it further, you may take the time to do so. I'll run if I have to. I promise. Very well. And Juno, you need some time. I'll agree on one condition. We are entangled. If I need to, I'll agree to run. But in return, you all better not make me make that choice, all right? <laughs> well, darling, we will certainly try. <laughs> I'll take that deal, Juno. Just as I told you yesterday, remember? I did remember. And I remember the night he told me now, too. Our first together after a long time. It felt even longer. When I look up, they can all see that I remember, too. And mercifully, none of them makes me say a word about it. Well, then, if that's settled... Juno, Rita, Vespa, you have 15 minutes. Yes, Captain. Sure. Right. Sure. Buddy told you to pack essentials. All my streams are essential, Mr. Steele. Some of them have been offline for years, and I got one or two in here that ain't even supposed to exist. Yeah, I know. But they're all just, like, computer files, right? Aren't those... small? Oh, yeah, Mr. Steele. The drive that holds them is inside this trunk. It's little enough to fit in my pocket, and that's saying something, because this dress ain't even got... What the hell is with the huge trunk, Rita? Oh, um, I mean, the rest of it is just, you know... To protect it, just two feet of padding on uh, either side, because this is my backup, and I had to protect it from uh, magnets and sunspots and hammers and you Yeah, I get it. Thanks. Sorry, I'm just... I know, Mr. Steele. It's okay. You know, we packed up pretty quick. Still got a minute before we're supposed to go back to the captain. Do you want to see if there's anything in Mr. Ransom's room you should take? Yeah, yeah, I think I need to. You should head back, though. No, I should dig my streams out of all this padding. Leaving... Leaving ain't supposed to be easy, I guess. (laughs) Thanks, Rita. I have no time to waste. I know that. But when my hand touches his door... I can't move. All of a sudden, I'm thinking about Miasma's tomb about my knight in stolen armor, and for a second I'm convinced that Nureyev is on the other side of this door, and he knows exactly how to get us out of here. He'll be lying on his side, propped up on one elbow, and he'll say something like, fancy Fancy seeing you here, Juno, Juno, or what what took you so long, or it's been been a while. So I press the button, and as the door slides open, I can imagine him so clearly surrounded by piles of dirty clothes and unwashed plates but still looking like an emperor in repose, powerful and calm and in control. But his room is empty when I enter. And when I say empty, I mean empty. Of course. I made a deal, Ransom. You said I wouldn't have to choose. Nothing. No mess, no clothes hanging in the closet, no bags, no trace. And a cleaning job this thorough couldn't have happened overnight. He must have been packing and scrubbing this place down for days. 
three days, actually. But he saw the mess in here when we took the prime, and nobody's been in here since. He said he was too embarrassed. He said that to me. I'm feeling a little lightheaded, so I sit down on his bed. And when I do, the smell of him drifts into the air. Not the cologne, which he washes off before bed. The smell of him. Subtle. Earth and spice. I can feel his journal in my pocket, poking into my side. I want to open it again to read it while that smell's still in the air, but even the thought of touching it burns. I don't know how I feel, to tell you the truth. Past sad, but not quite angry yet. Itchy with questions, and I've got to blame something, but I don't have it in me to blame him, not yet, so I'm wondering what the hell could make him leave like this, what changed? And all I know is he started lying to me after we got the Cure Mother Prime, and I've got no good goddamn reason for it, but suddenly I want to grab that ugly thing by its bottle and smash it to pieces against the wall. Yeah? What is it? Uh, are you okay? Because you don't look so good. I'm fine. What's the situation? Well, um, I got my drive out of my case and I was just looking through it to make sure everything was there. And most of it is. The bad cop streams and the Andromeda movies and the Library of Alexandria, but... But what? Something's missing, isn't it? The book, Mr. Steele. This is the most secure place I got, so it's where I kept the copy of the book we made. And it's gone. We took a pit stop on the way back to the garage. It didn't make me feel any better. We do not know for certain that Ransom took the book. I don't know if you're trying to make me feel better, buddy, but treating me like an idiot's not going to do it. Nobody thinks you're dumb, Mr. Steele. Well, nobody we like, anyway. Well, nobody we like except Miss Vespa. (sighs) The book is gone. You said you left Ransom alone in your room while you were setting up his journal, so there's your opportunity. And now it turns out the map is gone, too, and the blade's been gone for days. Oh, but Mr. Ransom didn't take that one, Mr. Steele. We lost it. Who lost it? Mr. Ransom lost... Oh. Our vessel was just occupied by dark matters, Juno. It is very possible that they took the book and map. No, it isn't. Not the map, anyway. Buddy kept it in the safe in her office, and I was in there interrogating you all day. There wasn't a mark on the thing. If dark matters had time, they would have blown the safe off its hinges. Only Ransom had a good reason to pick the lock. I might call your reaction now reason enough. Isn't that right, Sasha? If you want clear answers, Orenko, you shouldn't speak in riddles. My father and I never saw eye to eye. He was a terribly short man, and as far as I can remember, I came out of the womb in heels. But even a career kiss-up like Palomino Orenko could appreciate how vile Dark Matter's methods are. Ask your friend Sasha how they got so much power in the first place. They've never been allied with any business or government but themselves, you know. Thanks for the history lesson, Cap, but I don't see how it helps me figure Ransom out. My point, Juno, is that we know nothing. And at present, we haven't the time to learn any more than that. Focus on our getaway. We'll clear things with Ransom later. For all we know, he's simply taken our agreement to run a bit... overzealously. And with that, I have only minutes to pack my office, so I must be off. Road trip leaves in ten, darlings. With or without me, that's an order. Um, Miss Sasha... Director W. Director, what did Captain A mean about how Doc Matt has got so much power in the first place? My concern is the present. It doesn't matter what an institution was, only what it is. It doesn't matter, but you'll refuse to say it anyway. In its earliest form, close to 300 years ago, Dark Matters was a band of pirates. 
As small as our own, to start. But not for long. Pirates, really? Hey, wait a minute. If you're all pirates too, then how come you get to bully us? What happened to honor among thieves and all that stuff? We aren't thieves anymore. In the sense that your theft is no longer illegal, yes. But that is always how Dark Matters has kept their tech so advanced. They steal it from corners of the galaxy too far apart to communicate with one another, then enlist or destroy the creator to ensure nobody else has it. Like your teleporters. That's ancient Martian tech, isn't it? Great. More mobster politicians. They have existed in every era. Our history is irrelevant. The organization has changed. Your actions have not. You came here to steal from us. <laughs> no, actually, he's right. And I know why you're laughing, Wire, but you can shut it, because the difference between Jet and you is that he knows what he is. A thief who knows he's a thief can take responsibility for it. He can decide what's worth stealing and from who he can have a code. And maybe you didn't pick up on this because you left the HCPD before I did, Wire, but here's the truth. There's nobody scarier than a crook who thinks he's a hero. When you start thinking that, you can justify every awful thing you've ever felt like doing. Don't condescend to me. Across all the agents I've worked for, I know more about the corrupting power of authority than you will ever learn. I know our history. My actions are the product of nearly two decades in dark matters. Two decades of access to secret intelligence horrifying enough that reading a single page of it would make you crawl in a hole and die. Everything I've done, I've done on purpose. Believing that if everyone would just think harder, they would see things your way is childish. And it's going to get you killed. I hope it doesn't. Save it. Mr. Steele, are you okay? Just... just tell her to shut up. I'm gonna rest my eyes for a minute and the ears would love to join in. Use your time however you like, Juno. You don't have much left. I closed my eyes for a while, and I must be exhausted because it's only a second or two before I'm slipping into that middle place somewhere between asleep and awake. And I'm trying to do what Buddy said. I'm trying to leave answers for the future, but... One of the hardest things about trying to change is bumping up against those places where you really, honestly, can't, no matter what you do. So here I am, half asleep, thinking about Norea, Sasha, Mick. Hell, I have no idea what Mercury's going to think of all this, and maybe I really am wrong, and maybe I just lost Sasha for good, and maybe that means I've lost Mick too, and I can't believe I'm here, but the fact is that I feel homesick. But what the hell are you supposed to do when the thing you're homesick for isn't a place? It's a time. Something's wrong. Are you sure, Mr. Jet? Captain A and Miss Vespa still got a minute before they leave. Uh-huh. What's that? They have one minute before we leave. They should be here by now, and we should be loading the transport. What's going on? The transport is not here, either. Oh. That's kind of weird. Um, maybe I'll just send the rookies another message through Miss Sasha's fancy comms. That'll... Uh-oh. What? Uh-oh. Uh, something's blocking the comm signal. Mine as well. Even the cart launches local comms field is down. It's what? Long-distance comms calls are all done through satellites and things, but that makes them easier to eavesdrop on. We got a local field for just this ship that should let us call each other all the time, but it ain't working. Then what? Buddy and Vespa could be trying to call us now? Dark matters as well. All right, so that's bad. Can you just, like, 
hack into it or something, Rita? Um, not really, because a local comms field is how I connect everything I want to hack into. Or a satellite relay if I got it, but if those are all blocked, then the only other option is... Um, I gotta plug it into the ship's computer. Like, in person. And the computer is beside the engine room. On the other end of the carte blanche. Damn it. God damn it. Mr. Steele, it's okay. We're probably flying real close to a supernova or a nuclear explosion or something. This happened with that big EMP back when we were getting the cure of the Prime, remember? You. You've been awful quiet, Wire. I've said enough. You know something. You've been sitting there this whole time looking cool and making your weird cryptic threats because you know something. And I've stood up for you so far, Sasha, but if you think you can pull a thing like this and not lose every tooth in your goddamn head... Juno, this is not helping. Oh, and what will? Mr. Steele, it'll only take me a minute to go fix it. No, Rita, don't lie to me. Not you too. Juno. I know how this conversation is going to go, all right? Rita says we have to fix the local comms thing. I say I'm going with her. Then you both tell me no, we can't leave Jet alone with the director of Dark Matters when we've got agents swarming us from every side. Then Rita goes on her own and then... Mr. Steele? I know. Please, Rita. There's got to be some way we can escape without you going out there. Please. I'm sorry, boss. But... Without the local comms field, there'd be no way to open the airlock door from inside the car. We'd have to leave somebody behind. No, goddammit, Rita, no. And I'm the only one who can fix it. But I'll be real careful, Mr. Steele. I promise. You said we got at least another 20 years working together, right? This'll just be a couple minutes. You'll barely notice it. Thank you, Rita. Anytime, Mr. Jet. I'll be right back. Rita? Yeah, boss? You've got two minutes, all right? Because otherwise... You're fired. Got it? (laughs) Got it, boss. We both knew it was coming. Didn't make it any easier when it happened. Juno Steel and Jet Sekuliak. This is Agent B, Subdirector of Dark Matters. We have taken three captives from your criminal team, self-identified as Vespa Ilke, Buddy Orinko, and, uh, Getcha Hands Off Me. <laughs> In the Director's absence, I have authorized the execution of all three aforementioned criminals to be carried out in five minutes' time, unless our Director is returned to her command. Miss Ilke. Perhaps you would like to comment? What the hell are you two still doing here? Get out! Go! Right? Vespa. Only stunned. For now. You have five minutes. Agent B out. I told you that trick with my comms wouldn't work. And B is correct. Execution won't get us anything Dark Matters needs. Big guy. What the hell do we do? I... Remember that you're always at a disadvantage on this end of a hostage negotiation, Juno. Agent B can escalate his demands, but anything you lose in the process, you lose for good. Including Rita. And Arinko. 
and Ilkay. They aren't the only ones with a hostage. But they are the only ones with a hostage they're willing to kill. Don't test me. It wouldn't make a difference. You dealt with my rookies before, Juno, because my most qualified agents were after the second-class ex-radical, which is, as I told you, my highest priority. Now you're dealing with senior management. I don't care about their goddamn pay grade, Wire. If you think you're the only person who's ever mattered to me... I do not you... think that is what she means, Juno. High-ranking agents are ambitious agents. And in dark matters, upward mobility only comes one way. They aren't going to care if she dies. Not for a second. You really are just pirates, aren't you? Call us whatever you like. Our cause is good. Sure. The fact that you all keep wiping out anybody who tells you otherwise is just a coincidence, then. Juno. Just get it over with. Thank you, Sikuliak. For what it's worth, you're nothing like I expected based on your file. That makes you much luckier than you deserve, Director. I would recommend you leave now. In a moment. Juno, hand me the Cure Mother Prime. Wasn't part of the deal. Get out of here. Suit yourself. We'll take it from you soon enough. And send the three of them in quick, all right? You don't know what I'll do to the Prime if you made me antsy. Wasn't part of the deal. You lying. I said I wouldn't kill them. And I won't. But if you want any of your family back, you'll need to come up with an appropriate trade. And quickly. I'll see you both soon. Well, I believe we know what the price for our family will be. What? The director made the terms very clear as she left. If there were no price she would take, she would not have referenced a price at all. And the only thing we have of value to her is the Cure Mother Prime. Do you really think she'll let us all go if we give her this thing? I do not. It is more likely that she is attempting to set our sail on her own terms, so that she can prepare. The sail? Hell, it's the Cerberus province all over again. Mm. You, uh, going somewhere? I am thinking about our potential advantages, and ways by which we might gain more. What advantages? They have control of our whole ship! But not the garage, and by extension, not the airlock chamber between the garage and space. All right, makes sense. The thing we need to do to get our advantage back is put us one button press away from being shot out into the void. How did I not see it? They may control our ship, but they do not know our ship. We still have the potential to surprise them, and each small surprise can buy us the seconds we need. Our numbers are a greater problem. If we plan to rescue our family at a later date, the two of us will not be sufficient to take on all of Dark Matters. A later date? We made our agreement, Juno. Our escape must be our greatest priority. All else, even the Cure Mother Prime, can be recovered in the future. <sighs> Although, if demanding all three is your instinct, perhaps that will be our advantage. We will position the sail on either side of this door. If I disconnect it from the carte blanche's central computer system, only this button on our side can open or close it. And then... No. The remainder of our plan I must tell you quietly, and away from the walls. We cannot know if Dark Matters has placed any listening devices in this room. Follow me. The big guy's plan has three surprises cooked into it. The door was the first one. And the only one that didn't make me feel sick. Juno, Sukuliak... This trade is going to be difficult if you've disabled the door. The door opens when we say it opens. You bring what we asked for? Your escape vessel is in a holding pattern outside the airlock now. We'll open the airlock doors once you've given us the Cure Mother Prime. 
The second surprise is our demands, which aren't enough to want, but are too much to get. Surprising in the way that someone puking on your shoes is surprising. Neither of you gets anything out of it, but you definitely didn't see it coming. I can confirm that there is a Dark Matters cruiser outside. Cool, so that's a third of what we asked for. Our second demand was that this trade is carried out according to our exact instructions. Do we have an agreement? That depends on your other instructions. Juno. The handoff is just me and you, Sasha. I want the rest of your agents up against the far wall, blasters holstered. You give us Buddy, then we give you the Prime, and you never enter the garage. Got it? Wire? I can accept those terms. Agents? Now, are we ready? Almost. Just need confirmation that you brought the last thing you promised. Of course. Agent B, send her here. (laughs) Talk. Darlings, I don't suppose I can convince you to ask for someone else? Or someones, actually? Buddy, are you hurt? I am not. But I'm rather concerned about who will be if you don't bring them with you. Come to think of it, Madam Director, perhaps an exchange on our exchange is in order? Surely criminal royalty like Buddy Orenko is worth a hacker and a dog. The terms are set. We'll make the exchanges planned. But I am surprised, Juno. Apparently not all of your changes have been for the better. Leaving Rita and Ilke to us so that you can save Mother Dearest? I expected more from you. So did I, but... Here we are. The only thing I can say in my defense is that the big guy had a hard time convincing me to do it, at least. I know that you do not like this, Juno, but we must do it in part because you do not like it. The director is preparing even now against what she expects you to do, and therefore we must assume that any action she might guess is unsafe. It is for the best. A shootout is inevitable. The fewer of ours present, the less likely we are to take any stray lasers. But Rita... Vespa. They understood the risk when we began this work, and with Buddy's help, they will not be captive long. We will need connections, and we will need strategy if we are to return for Vespa, Rita, and the Cure Mother Prime. And if there is any human alive with the skills and background to help us take on Dark Matters, it is Buddy Arenko. I do not like it either, but you have yet to come up with an alternative. And in the end, I never could. So here we are. We are preparing to open the door, Director. Juno, are you ready? You must hold the Cure Mother Prime exactly as we discussed. Yeah, I know. Arms outstretched with the Prime directly in front of your heart. I said I know. Will you just open the goddamn door already? Very well. I am opening the door. Because it has been deactivated, this may take a moment. Your agents will not move while I do this. Understood? Yes. I will be armed in case you try anything, Sukuliak. Is that understood? It is. I will proceed. I hold the Cure Mother Prime in place and try not to let my hands shake. This is our third surprise. And it scares the hell out of me. But this one, at least, was my idea. That is a very dangerous suggestion, Juno. Well, it's all I've got. The Prime's our only leverage. If I hold it like this and she shoots me, it breaks when it hits the ground. And even if this all goes south and she starts firing, the only two laser kills she could confirm would be in the head or the heart. I'll have time to react if she aims for my head, but I need some insurance for the heart. You think your friend is more likely to kill you than destroy the Cure Mother Prime? 
I think a good director of Dark Matters would. And whatever Sasha does, she makes sure she's good at it. Very well. Then, I will stand ready to close and barricade the door if anything should happen. Well, Juno, I think it is time. There! <laughs> Juno, you look ridiculous. Nice to see you too. It's been a while. What do you say we never do this again? Put the radical down and let's talk like human beings, please. We both know exactly why I'm holding the prime where I am. Thanks. Send Buddy over and I'll gift wrap it for you. Juno, I hope you understand the mistake you've made here. Oh, save it. We are not kids anymore. That's the mistake, I think. We aren't the kids we used to be. Back when we could do anything for each other, when being good enough for, or better than, was all that mattered. There are more important factors at play than us, no matter how we feel. The world is mean, you know, and it gets bigger and meaner all the time, and if you want to protect people from it, you have to become something even worse. It's that, or... The Hellwire. Goodbye, Juno. And then... She... Shoots me. Sasha sends a laser straight for my heart. A real one, not a... Not a stunner. And... I know it's a kill shot. Because it tears through the Cure Mother Prime to get to me. And the Cure Mother Prime tells me she's going to do it. Because, of course, that's what's been happening. The Cure Mother Prime reads minds, knows what people are thinking about it, knows when they want to hurt it, and that Martian gunk in my blood, and when I threatened to break it, and Sasha was always going to destroy this thing, wasn't she? She'd never let people have it, and in its last moment, it knows it's going to die, and it screams a private scream just for me, a scream that cuts right through my synapses without ever touching my ears. It hurts so bad that I hit the ground. And even when it's silent, I can feel that scream in my shoulder burning, that smell of plasma and roasting me. I'm roasting, and there's a burning canal in my left shoulder, right where my heart would have been if Prime didn't make me drop. Juno! I'm covered in bits of the Cure Mother Prime. Thick yellow mucus and gory splats. I have only a second to look up before the big guy slams the door to the garage shut, but in that second, I see Sasha. She's... she's shaking. And for some reason, the only thing I can think about is the way she's holding her gun, because she and I learned that grip together, side by side in the Hyperion City Police Academy, and she's... she's still doing it wrong. She's got the thumb of her trigger hand tucked underneath her other thumb instead of resting it on top, but I... I taught her not to do that. Shooting was the only thing I consistently did better than her, and and it drove her nuts. So one night I took her to one of my old haunts in Old Town and set up some cans, and I showed her. I, I ribbed her and pushed her fingers into place, and I showed her the right form. Let me show you how it's done. Stop on it. Stop Stop! Stop! 
Juno, get up. Juno! What? We need to get you into the airlock. Now. Me, but... Agents, open the door. Now! We destroyed the chair, Mother. They've cut the power. I will need to lift the door into the airlock so you can crawl through. Big guy, please. Stop looking for why this can't be happening and adapt to the fact that it is. It is your responsibility to escape from here, and every second you question that puts our family in greater danger. Now crawl. But Ransom and the airlock. What am I supposed to do in there? I have been thinking about Ransom. I know that he is our family, I know that he would come for us, and I know too that he is solitary and overconfident and alone. He could only fail. And I have been thinking of the Ruby Seven, Juno. I have been thinking that there is much more to it than we understand, but I know too that it is our family. And if there is any possible way it can be here for us, it is. And it is within this airlock now. You don't know that. I choose to believe it, and I choose to believe that my belief changes the world. I believe in you, Juno Steel. And one day when you rescue us, you will prove me right. Agents, Juno, it is time. Thanks, big guy. I can't even know the way you must thank me, Juno. I will see you then. Big guy? Jet? Jed? The ruby. He said... No. You know, the big guy had me going for a minute there. The way he believes in other people and me. But there's nothing in the airlock. No ruby seven, no of just bare metal walls and a big sealed gate leading out to space. I wonder if Dark Matters will even bother to come get me. Just open the airlock and... Bye, everybody. Goodbye. And I'm thinking about how they probably aren't even going to tell Jet that I'm dead. And he's just going to keep waiting for me. And waiting, just like Buddy, like Vespa, like Re Like Rita. And like him. It's a pointless thing to do, but... When you're a few seconds away from death, there's not much of a point to anything, is there? So, Noreev's journal is open in my hands, and I'm reading that last clue. Who was my first love? And like an idiot, the thing that makes me feel the sickest is that I'll never know the answer. <laughs> no, no, you know what makes me feel sick? It's him. It's the fact that he's gone again. It's that I'm alone again, and I'm this close. I swear, I am this close to writing Peter and Rayev off forever when I feel someone tap me on the shoulder. And the relief is so intense that I know there is no writing him off. Not ever again. Because no matter how angry I am, I still trust him. Like the big guy said, if there was any possible way for him to be here, he would be. I believe in him because he's earned it. And... Because it changes the world to believe in someone. Just a little. I would tell Peter Norea of all that. If he had been the person standing behind me. If the thing standing behind me was a person at all.
It was mostly a car by the time I turned back. Mostly. But the rest of it, I, I don't know what the hell that was. A thousand things a second, it looked like. Small and liquid enough that it poured itself out of the head of a screw in the wall, then expanded. Shuffling pieces that looked like metal plates, like gears, like wet organs, like sparking circuitry from a thousand years ago and a thousand years from now until its parts found their places and finally stopped in the shape I recognized. Too many questions. Not enough time. And the only answer that matters. If I don't get out of here now, these might be the last questions I ever have. Ruby, the airlock door isn't open. Ruby! Shut up! Enough with the beep-beep-boop-boop, I'm just a car garbage. Your secret's out. I saw you when you were... whatever you really are. Hell, I bet you're the one that pulled us out of the drink on that desert planet, aren't you? I knew it! I knew it. Well, where the hell were you today, Ruby? When your family needed you, where the hell were you? Answer me, damn it! You don't understand a goddamn thing I'm saying, do you? Hell, Jack and Sasha and everyone else thought you were something special, but you're just... I don't know. A family dog. Set destination to Jetsakulia. To Buddy, to Rita, to Vespa, to... Nureyev. You know his name? A rifle! Congratulations! Evidently the car believes you to be our optimal escape scenario. Now get to it! Kinda hard to hit a target moving at the speed of sound, Nureyev. What? What the hell are you? The Ruby 7. Yeah, okay, smart wheels. I mean, what are you really? We may look backward, only to ensure we have not walked this path before. What the hell? Did you just play something from my comms? We may look backward, only to ensure we have not walked this path Yeah, you don't want to talk about it. I get it. Thanks. Ugh. I look up at the Ruby's monitor again, and all that's there is a question. Set destination? And I reach to put my comms back in my pocket, but on the way I catch a glimpse of its screen. It's still open to the last thing I looked at. The message that Peter and Ray have sent me two minutes before the wedding. Miss you. Coming soon? I'm still angry with him. But the answer is yes. I know it's yes. We can tolerate a lot of anger for the ones we love. 
The screen flashes again, and now the ruby's asking me a question. Set destination for Peter Nureyev? And that's all I want, honestly. Right now I feel like Nureyev is the only person in the galaxy who can put me back together again. But I can't take the gamble. If I'm the only one who escaped, I have a responsibility now. And I can't throw that away. No. No, no. We're gonna take on dark matters. We're gonna need some help. Bring me to IO. I know someone there, and if they can stay in the sight of me long enough to talk, I might not have to do this alone. Sure, Ruby. At least I've got you. If you've enjoyed this tale, please consider donating to the Penumbra on Patreon. Our artists work tirelessly to bring you these stories, and if you have the means, we hope you will support our efforts. Every dollar helps. You can find that page at patreon.com slash the Penumbra podcast. If you support us on Patreon at the $10 level or higher, you'll receive access to commentary tracks like this one from actor Joshua Elon and co-creator Sophie Takagi Kaner. On that desert planet and pulled them all out. Um, maybe has little hands? Unclear. <laughs> yeah, sounds unsettling. Whatever it normally looks like doesn't sound nice. So I'm glad it is. I'm glad it can do the car thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I kind of imagine like a biblical angel, like a thousand oh. eyes and rings of fire and stuff. That's cool. Did you know that the Penumbra has merchandise for sale? It's true. The Penumbra has partnered with DFTBA to bring you posters and postcards from our resident artists, Sharon O and Milo Mars, as well as shirts, pins, socks, soundtracks, and videos of our live shows. Just go to DFTBA.com and search for the Penumbra Podcast. We would like to give thanks to all who support us on Patreon, but especially to Avatar of the Private Eye, Don't Stop Her Now, Voke Akateudi, Ren Gillespie, Liv Allen, Alice the Time Lord, Matt, in memory of Spiral Opal, Becca, buddy of the Baron of Bedlam, Joa Steele and the Navy Blue Art of It All, Jeanette, Ren McKinnon, Lucy Biles, Lucia Roach, Deity Hearted, Tazatui, North, Juno Steele as president of the Vezbud Fan Club, Elizabeth Dunn, Michael David Smith, Nicole Page Cundiff in The Tragedy of Hiatuses, Where's Our Petey Boy? Paz Barraza, The Simp of the Second Citadel, Liz Nexus, Win Buckley and the Audacity of this podcast, Amy Fist, I don't have any clue how this ep is going to go and I'm already proud of Juno, Caroline Seidman, Freya, Jay Yanuzelli, Karen ZH, an extremely anxious Dark Matters intern, Dante Smith, Red L, Genetic, Kim Dauber, NB Shaper, Alex J. Marsh, Menchowski, 
and Jamie Gunter for their incredibly generous contributions per episode. Thank you. This tale was told by the following people. Joshua Elon as Juno Steele, Alexander Stravinsky as Jet, Kate Jones as Rita, Sarah Gazdovich as Buddy, Chloe Cunha as Vespa, Sophie Takagi Kaner as Director W, and Noah Symes as Peter Nureyev. The Penumbra is created and produced by Sophie Takagi Kaner and Kevin Vibert. If you wish to know more about our ever-expanding, infinitely creative team of artists, musicians, editors, designers, and managers, you can read about them in the show notes of this episode. I'm afraid that is our time for today, dear travelers. We hope you will join us again soon. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.